Welcome to the Extra 10% Podcast. I am your host, Brianna Johnston, and this is the show which talks honestly about all things business, mental health, and lifestyle. I just want to start by saying the messages that I have received from the first two episodes of the podcast are so appreciated you have no idea. I woke up this morning to a message from someone to say that episode two gave them the, I guess the get up and do it attitude to just go after what they want and forget the judgment, forget what other people are going to think and just focus 100% on what's going to make you happy. And the messages. I just love them. I love reading them. So please keep sending them in. It's amazing for me to hear that the episodes that I speak that, that I run and what I talk about are well received and are helping people and are adding value. So today we're going to be talking about self-belief and there was a couple of things that prompted me to do this episode. I actually wasn't going to do this episode just yet. I was going to do it in a couple of weeks time but the reason I did it today was specifically because I got asked last night how do I have such a strong self-belief and how did I develop that belief in myself? And I wanted to explain what I did, what steps I've taken, and give you, as always, a very real and honest attitude and what my opinion is of self-belief and how you can build it for yourself. So I just wanna start by saying, it hasn't always been like this. Yes, right now, in the place that I am in my business, in the place that I am in my life, I have, very strong self-belief but there was a time when I pretty much had zero self-belief and honestly I used to question what my purpose was and I can go back and find messages that I used to send my friend at the time to be like what is my purpose I just did not know what my purpose was I felt like I was so useless at basically everything I just couldn't find I just felt super insignificant and if I can build my self-belief from literally rock bottom to where it is now, I promise you that you can as well. So let's just talk about self-belief for a minute. Self-belief, I believe, is one of the reasons why people are held back from going after what they truly want and do you know what? That actually makes me a bit sad because I don't know what I would be doing if I hadn't have made the decision to go all in with what I had a passion for and to go all in with what I thought would make me happy and what I had this like burning desire to go and achieve and it makes me sad to think that there are so many people out there and you might be one of them where your lack of self-belief is stopping you from taking that next level. Your lack of self-belief is stopping you from going after what's going to truly make you happy. And without sounding morbid, I have always tried to live my life based on the fact that we only have one life on this planet, as far as we're aware. And let's make it count. Do things that make you happy. Do things that you know, fill your soul with positivity and excitement and contentment and fulfillment. Because we want to look back when we're old and grey and think, do you know what? We had a great life and we did everything that we wanted to do to get us to the level that we wanted to be at. We did. We took the action, we took those steps to create the life that we visioned and 
I just wanted to start by saying it's okay if you don't have self-belief right now. Hopefully by the end of this episode, you will know the steps to take to start building your self-belief and that will change everything for you in many different aspects of your life. So I want to give you my top tips on how I have built my self-belief over the last few years. And I want to start by asking you a question. And that question is, do you think that you need to have 100% self-belief in order to start something new, in order to start working towards your goals? And I want you to think about that for a minute because I used to think that unless I had really high self-belief, I couldn't achieve things. And unless I had really high self-belief, there was basically no point in starting anything because I didn't believe I could make it work. And I want to know if you relate to that. Because honestly, right now, sitting here today, my answer to you is, do you need 100% self-belief in order to start something new or start working towards your goals? Absolutely, categorically, no. And I want to talk about this. I'm going to delve into it a little bit deeper because this was a big mindset shift that had to happen in order for me to grow and in order for me to reach the next level of of business. Um, So self-belief is developed over time. Self-belief comes with practice. Self-belief comes from getting results. And self-belief ultimately comes down to taking action. You build your self-belief when you start taking action. And I'm going to break this up and explain what I mean. So I do think in all honesty, you need a small amount of self-belief to start something. Even just 2% self-belief is enough. If you can feel that slight flicker of excitement inside your belly or that slight pull towards your vision, that's a sign, in my opinion, that you have this, you have self-belief. It might be hidden. It might have been knocked. You might have gone through things that have you know, shattered your self-belief. But if you have that flicker inside of you, if you can feel that, that slight excitement when you think about what you want to achieve or when you think about a goal that you're going for, that's a sign that you have that self-belief, even if you don't realize it yet. But it's the action that you take and it's the practice and the time that comes from taking that action that develops your self-belief. And do you know what? I get it. I completely get it. If you are someone that is struggling with your self-belief because things have happened in the past, situations have happened to you, things have happened to you which has shaken your self-belief, perhaps you've never had strong self-belief, perhaps you did once and something happened and it came crashing down. And I'm I'm here to tell you that it's okay. No matter where you are in your journey of developing self-belief, whether you've never had it or you had it and it was taken away or you just need to find it again or you need to strengthen it, I truly believe that this episode will help you to find to find it again and to find the self-belief that's going to enable you to get to the next level. And I'm going to give you an example of self-belief and how self-belief does come with time and practice. So I have signed up to do a duathlon. I think it's called a duathlon. It's basically a triathlon, but without the swimming. And funny story, well, not funny because it could have ended really badly. I used to be a really strong swimmer. When I was a child, I used to swim. I used to do swimming competitions. I was amazing at swimming. Butterfly was like my strongest cruel. Um, is that what you call it? My strongest like type of swimming. Uh, like not front cruel, not backstroke, not breaststroke, but butterfly. Anyway, I hadn't been swimming for 
years, literally like 15 years or something. And I went swimming a couple of weeks ago. Once I said I was gonna do this triathlon, I went with my husband and my dad. And let's just say it was absolute shambles. Um, so I'll start with me. I got in the pool thinking I was basically going to be like an Olympic swimmer, that I'd be able to just jump in, glide through the water with elegance, my breathing would be amazing, and I would be able to just, you know, take to the water like, you know when you see like the swans jump into the water and they just glide? That's what I thought I was gonna be like. The reality of my swimming was quite the opposite. I did half a length, uh, figured that my breathing was all over the place, I was totally out of breath, and I had to wait a good few minutes before I could try again. And then I realized that the triathlon was like 40 lengths or something. I couldn't even manage half, so that wasn't great. And then moving on to Carl, my husband, he's never been a strong swimmer. He can just about, you know, glide slightly with breaststroke and he could doggy paddle for maybe five minutes. He did a length and my dad literally looked at him and said, mate, you're gonna drown. If you do that triathlon, which is in a lake, you're going to drown. And so we quickly realized that we only have two months until this triathlon was taking place. We both are likely going to need to be rescued from the lake um, and it probably wasn't a good idea. So long story short, we're gonna move the triathlon to next year because honestly, I want to live to see another day. And we decided to, I didn't even know these things existed, a duathlon, again, I don't know if I'm saying that right. Basically, you run, cycle and run run rather than run, cycle and swim. So anyway, we have now signed up to do a duathlon. And do I have self-belief that I can do a duathlon? If I'm being 100% honest with you, not really. I don't know how I'm going to be able to run and cycle the length required in this challenge. However, what I do know is that if I just put into action what I've been told, if I just start training and following the plan to get me in the best shape, then yes, of course I'm going to be able to do the duathlon. And this is what I mean when I say that self-belief is built over time because my self-belief, could I do, if I did a duathlon today, could I do it? Uh, I would struggle a lot. I would struggle a lot. I, I'm not unfit. I'm fairly fit, but when it comes to running and cycling, not so much. Um, I'm quite strong for a five foot two person, um, but running and cycling, not really my strength. However, what I do know is that once I've been training for a while, I'll realize that I'm getting fitter and the belief will build. So let's talk about running. I can't even remember how far I have to run in this duathlon, um, but, Right now, I could probably run maybe 3K, and it's a lot more than 3K in this duathlon. But I know that when I start training and I start running more, and I can kind of improve my speed, improve my fitness, improve the length of time that I can run, my self belief will build, and I'll think, do you know what? Of course, I can do this duathlon because you can see that the action that you're taking and the steps that you're taking and putting into place are paying off. So, one thing, let's go back to uh, self-belief in terms of business and going after your goals. Um, and maybe your goal is a fitness goal. And then in which case, you know, that totally applies. But one thing I want to set straight is I still understand and appreciate the value and all the things known to increase your self-belief, like positive self-talk and affirmations. I'll be the first person to say, if you have negative self-talk and you don't do affirmations, you are going to, um, 
possibly struggle more than people that do have a positive self-talk and they do they do, do affirmations because they are incredibly important. But my point about self-belief is that I really truly believe that the biggest thing you can do to increase your self-belief is basically just to take the first step and take the action that's required to get to where you want to go. Because what happens when you take action, you see results. And what happens when you see results, you believe in yourself more. So I'll take you back to when I first pitched my services, my business services to a client. And did I walk into my first pitch with unbreakable self-belief? Absolutely not. I was honestly crapping my pants. I was so scared. I just thought, what if I make an absolute fall out of myself and I just embarrass myself and it all goes so wrong? And to be honest, I was I was really nervous. Of course, of course I was nervous. Like it was the first time experiencing something. I was young. I'd never done anything like this before. I had no idea what to expect. But, and this is the big but, I had this little flicker of belief. I had this feeling this like what if I win this client what if I walk into that room and I pitch my services to the client and I win them and because I had that tiny flicker and that tiny sense of self-belief that was enough to power me to power me through the meeting and I went in I put on a confident face I stood with posture and I delivered my pitch well and guess what I won that client and I'm so proud of that that moment even today and this was going back quite a few years ago because the self-belief grew and the next time I walked in to pitch to another client I walked in there with bigger self-belief I walked in there with more confidence I walked in there thinking I did this last time so I can do it again but it took for me to take that first action it took for me to take that first step to start being able to build my self-belief because at the time, the easiest thing for me would have been to have honestly just chickened out, been like, I'm not going, I'm not doing it, I was too scared, I had only a tiny amount of self-belief, the majority of me was telling, you know, the majority of me was telling, I was telling myself that I wasn't going to do it, I wouldn't be very good at it, I wasn't going to win the client, um, and you know, I did, because of that flicker, because I took that step, and if I didn't, if I hadn't have taken that step all those years ago, would I be where I am today? Possibly not. That might have been enough for, to completely throw me off business and to completely throw me off doing it again. So that goes back to my point about taking that first step and taking that leap. And I guess a leap of faith towards your goals is the best thing you can do to start building on your on your self-belief. And I'm going to give you another example, and that's with this podcast. This podcast is an interesting one for me because I have a lot more self-belief today than I did back when I pitched to my first client. Um, However, when I started this podcast, when I decided to start this podcast, did I start this having 100% belief that I was going to be any good at a podcast and would anyone listen to me? Of course not, I'd never done it before. But after I'd recorded the first one and the second one and had such amazing feedback and I could see the downloads were increasing and the amount of people watching it was increasing, I realized, do you know what? Maybe I'm okay at this whole podcast thing and maybe people want to listen to what I have to say and maybe I can add value and maybe I can share my knowledge with people and people will want to listen. But I had to take that first step. I had to buy the mic. I had to get the software. I had to decide on a a podcast name. I had to build the brand. I had to do everything else and I had to take that leap of faith 
And now when I do a podcast, I know that people are going to listen to it because they listen to my other ones and I've had amazing feedback. And that's just another example of how it builds because no one is bi- no one is born with a huge self-belief. No one is born with self-belief. When we are babies, we are this innocent, pure soul. And what happens to us as we grow up shapes us into who we are. And self-belief is made a bit like a house, brick by brick. If you keep layering up those bricks, you'll eventually build a tall, solid house. And that's the same with self-belief. Every time you do something, you will build those bricks and your self-belief wall will get bigger and bigger and bigger and it will become more and more indestructible. And I have a challenge for you. I want you to think of someone you know that you believe has a really strong sense of self-belief. And I want you to either ask yourself if you know them really well or even ask them if they're a good friend or a colleague or a parent or someone that you that you know. Maybe ask them what got them to that level of self-belief. What gave them that unbreakable self-belief mindset? Because I guarantee you it was just them making the decision to take action. If they break down how they built their self-belief, I am certain that everyone's self-belief is built in the same way, which basically consists of taking action. So making a decision, taking action and doing the things consistently every day to get them to where they wanted to go. And every time they did it, their self-belief built and every time they did it, their self-belief grew. And now, however many weeks, months, years down the line, they are where they are in their life and they have that unbreakable self-belief. And once you have that self-belief, when you have built a strong sense of self-belief, it's hard for it to break and it's hard for it to, it's hard for it to disappear because you know that only you can change your self-belief. You know that it's it's up to you to have that self-belief. And at the end of the day, you can read as many self-development books, which by the way, are also super important and I'll do another episode on them at a later date. You can do as many affirmations as you like, but if you don't actually take the action, you'll struggle to build your internal self-belief as you're never moving forward towards your goals. And I want you to remember that when you wake up in the morning or perhaps you're in a situation right now where you want to do something, you want to step out of your comfort zone, but self-belief or the lack of self-belief is holding you back, just remember that the only way that you will build your your self-belief is to move forward, is to start building the bricks in your internal house and to get out there and and go for it. And if you combine your action taking with the books, with the positive self-talk, with the affirmations, with the self-development, I promise you will be unstoppable. So if you love this, if you related to this, please share, please follow, and I will see you on the next one.